got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Ricky. podcast so uh thanks thanks for chilling with your boys and the home girl and lady yeah it was a setup come on come on oh too good i think i poured this glass of a makers just like yeah carlos with the makers hey it's impressive you're still on the same bottle Hold on, hold uh, on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not not after tonight. Not after this, <laughs> not after this, uh, this class. So you know, when when you look at at a bottle and and you think like, oh, uh, it's not enough for two. That's just like one. Um, yeah, no, that, there was definitely enough for two in that. Uh, in that the left, the portions left in that, the bottom of that maker's bottle. So uh, it's gonna be a fun show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man anyways like ross was saying thank you for tuning in thanks and shout out shout out to the homie carlos for the ball of makers oh yeah shout out to buddy for that Hold on, for his, sure is his name carlos carl <laughs> <laughs> you made him sound cooler <laughs> Who Carlos? No, he know he knows. He knows. <laughs> when he hears anybody call him Carlos, he knows. <laughs> Had to throw that one in real quick. It's too. It's too funny. This. Uh, I mean, what we were in high school, right? We were in high school, and then and then the event itself when when the happened at UF. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Emily, our boy's name is Carl, right? But um, I follow. He's he's did, does she does she know the homie? She I think she knows Buddy. Okay, okay, all right. So Buddy Buddy's real government name is Carl, and um, <laughs> he's uh, you know he's got he's got a little he, he he hangs out in the sun a lot. Him, I mean his whole fam, but he and his dad most definitely. So so on a regular basis. Buddy will have a little tan, right? Well, and 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 he's like you know part Native American, right? Like Mohegan. Mohegan, yeah, like Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. That, that <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That that came in handy. Yeah. But, uh, he ta- he tans very well. He tans well. <laughs> his his skin reflects very well to uh to UV rays. It's one of those. He's like one of those bronze white men, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so he could be like some somewhere weird in Europe, you know, where it's like is he kind of European? He's right, those, right, right, right. He's kind of got those like, John Mayer lists. South of you know? France, or uh, <laughs> or 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 maybe his uh, south 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 of Spain. You know, maybe he's in Ibiza. You know, yeah. something so, something like that. Is he Portuguese? So the homie, <laughs> so the homie Saul introduced him mm-hmm. to, our, to our church group many years ago, like back in like '97, right? 
Yeah. So um, ninety-eight. I would say ninety-eight. He introduces him. He introduces him as 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 Carl, and then he's like, "Oh, but you could call him Buddy. Cool." So everybody just calls him Buddy. One guy keeps calling him Carlos. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This one guy happens to be a southern white male, but he keeps calling him Carlos. Cool, whatever. But he never, never thinks anything of it. He never corrected him. Never corrects him either. <laughs> Fast forward to sometime when when Bud's at UF. I don't know if it's freshman or sophomore year, but he runs into the guy somewhere on campus. And um, the guy, like they, they this talk is easily phone. four years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, but you know, but but it's been four years later. But dude has consistently been seeing him over these four years, not like every week, but on a regular basis. And again, just calling him Carlos, whatever. So they have their encounter, and then I believe that as they're separating, going each going their own way, dude's like, all right, Carlos, and he's like, yo, it's. It's it's Carl. <laughs> my, my name is Carl. <laughs> my name is Carl. Flips out on him. And then and then homeboy's like, really? I've always thought you were Spanish. <laughs> this whole time I thought your name was Carlos. <laughs> like, no, man, it's Carl. For years. Oh man, good times. Yo, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. It's happy your birthday. birthday today. Happy birthday, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love that story. Like, it turns around. My name's Carl, not Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, that's it. How, how's everybody doing? I, I, Emily, any wows and pals? Uh, <laughs> I do have them. Um... So, uh, well, my wow was kind of a pal. Like, I was sick all week, so I had to work from home. Damn. I didn't know if it was COVID, but I got my results today, and I am negative. <laughs> so that is good, because I am the kind of person that would get COVID twice, even being vaccinated. <sighs> um, you know, mm. so glad, I, glad I'm negative and don't have to quarantine anymore. Negative, no COVID for Emily. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then my pal is so fucking embarrassing. Like you guys should have taken away my law degree last week, because oh, <laughs> like I can't stop thinking about it. So last week, you know, I'm inebriated per usual, and Saul makes a comment about when we were talking about the abortion appeal that he'd be really pissed if like an appellate judge came in and overturned him, and like. Where's the discretion? And then I went down this whole rabbit hole about how appellate courts have to give discretion to trial courts. And like, no, that's not fucking true. (laughs) There's there's like, in my area of law, yes, there's usually discretion to the appellate court on what happened at trial. But there's a whole area of law where when it's up on appeal, the court just looks at it brand new to see if the trial court got it right. Like, and so (laughs) that's really embarrassing for me to, uh, have to, uh, clarify. Um, I'm going to chalk it up to being drunk, but, uh, really embarrassing. So that's my pal, but I've, I've now corrected the record. (laughs) 
You know what? No one would have even noticed. Facto. <laughs> as smart as our listeners are, they don't know Hello. much about legal matters. All 16 of them. Hello. We might be up to like... But this only speaks to your level of professionalism, really. Yeah. So it's still a win <laughs> yeah. for you. Facts. Ross, you got any uh, any wows and pals for us? Yeah, so my wow is kind of double-edged. It's a wow because Gavin Newsom is still governor of the great state of California. But it's still a wow because Larry Elder got like 46% of the vote. Bro, that. <laughs> Yeah, please keep going. That is just no, that, the California thing is that's wild. It. I'm like, er? now that I mean, I I I don't pay enough attention to California politics for me to be like, yo, is 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 Gavin Newsom out here fucking it up? But I was very like, I was very taken back by the fact that Larry Elder got so much of a vote because it was like, oh, this guy's a kook. Nobody and I I. I, I I don't have much respect for for Larry Elder, if I can be honest. Yeah, just over the years, you're not alone in that. Some of the stuff that he said. Didn't one of the things he said? Hello, guys, I'm back. I feel like I something went wrong with my thing, but didn't he say recently that when we talk about reparations, what we should really be talking about is paying back the white slave owners? He sure did. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) they're the people that really need the reparations. Wow, sure did. And so, um, yeah, like I said, I don't have much respect for the man. And, uh, yeah, so he got 46% of the vote. And I was... But the vote, like, I agree with you that it's troubling, but it's also, like, this wasn't a general election. Like, the voter pool was smaller, and it's mostly comprised of the people that really care. I know, but but we got to be careful. Oh, yes, for sure. Because turnout, turnout always ends up screwing somebody over you know what i mean so yeah that's all i had to say about that he's one of those right-wing news hosts that i wouldn't mind if he caught covid so that was that was my wow and uh you guys pretty you should already know my, my what my power is um i stayed up very late last night oh <laughs> watching the booty uh, ass game Watching the uh, New York football giants take on the Washington football team. And uh, yeah, that and typical, typical New York Giants fashion. They self-sabotaged and uh, ended up losing by a point. After they won the game, they ended up losing the game because how ironic is it that the guy who supposedly was a um, – Special teams coach <laughs> lost the game on his special teams play. Anyways, that's all I got to say about that. What about you, Saul? Give me some wilds and pals. Mm. I, uh, you know, I, it's just uh, another week closer to leaving. Uh, this job is a wow. Um, if I, if I'm really thinking about it, I guess a wow that I got. Um, and I don't know if it'll if it's possible yet, but it's enough of a wow for me to. So at least I know we're on his radar. But uh, the lovely uh, lovely Osceola school board member, John Arguello, yeah. <laughs> has, uh, 
has caught wind of our show, and uh, I've got word that he would like to be a guest on our show. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so, um, you know, hey, we welcome everybody on this platform. I, for one, would like to say I'm not ready. Uh, we, I was like, going to say, are you sure you welcome everyone? Because I feel like last week you were talking about, like, curb stomping Nazis. It doesn't. It doesn't mean I don't welcome on to the show. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Okay. I, it doesn't mean that 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 they don't get. Hey, listen. You know what? You wanna you wanna you wanna come onto the show and talk to me about your point of view? Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Aren't you also yelling about Joe Rogan giving assholes? platforms yeah he does <laughs> see but so 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 that's where and, and you're right because that, that that's where the difference is between horseman joe rogan and i in this and this show and this podcast well that's not the only difference minus his bazillion listeners and all sorts of sponsorship money that he gets uh, dollars anyway. dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the biggest difference but um you know, I am gonna check this man at every corner. That that that's the thing. Like once once someone starts speaking a lie, that's when you just hey, stop it right there, pal. Nope, sorry, can't let you say that. Oh, you're gonna be like uh... <laughs> I'm gonna be like 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 the guy on Newsmax that I. <laughs> that's what I was... <laughs> cut, him I cut off, off just cut vet. him off. Yeah, cut him off. Cut him off. You're not gonna. <laughs> you're not gonna. <laughs> You're not going to blame President Biden on my show. President Trump, <laughs> President Biden, all of them. Bro, I, I mean, I don't know if he knows what he's going to get, what he's getting himself into. I think he does. See, and that's even, oh man, that, that makes me, that makes me smile even more. You know, so that's, that's why that's such a wow for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to come through with it. I think he's just uh I think he's just, you know, yanking my leg. More reason um, for him to come on. But yeah, I I'm just saying I I honestly if I mean he better be ready cuz uh I've been reading I've been reading this little sort of QAnon playbook <laughs> that he's <laughs> that he's getting all his little plays from. So um You've been looking be into his past. Oh my <laughs> You, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm getting ready. I, I, you know, I, I talk a lot of nonsense on the show. I'll admit that 100. percent But if it comes down to having to get serious about a certain situation, you better believe that I'll turn, I'll, I'll turn to the Bob Costas on your ass in this <laughs> Ted Koppel type shit. My man right here. Bob Costas. <laughs> I love Bob Costas. I think he's one of the best to ever do it. Um, but anyways, and I guess if we'll I had a pal, we'll do it live. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it's gonna be. I, I, hopefully, I'll have everything set up if the way I want it to be. If it, uh, if it ever comes down to him actually trying to be on the on the program, but um, yeah, if I if I had a pal, I guess um, the only pal I have is <clears throat> I just you know I'm drinking the last of my makers here, so <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's pretty sad. Well, that's kind of uh, like me last week. I didn't really have a pal. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, the obvious pals are what, you know, sixty thousand people dead in Florida from COVID, and 
you know, whatever. That's always the pal. But uh, hey, just keeping it personal here. I need to go get another bottle of Makers. <laughs> but yeah, um, those are the wows and pals we got for the week. Um, I uh, I guess I'm trying to think like, so so I sent Ross something earlier in the week, and it was about Bill Maher. I didn't know. I I, I didn't know this was a thing. I I, I completely forgot they were doing. Um, like the, wh- all right. So what's the what's the proper term for this? Is it the Black National Anthem? I don't I don't under yeah. What what I I don't want to mess it up. Well, first of did. all, first of all, you're asking someone who's very biased, because I would say that if it was to stand next to Star Spangled Banner, that should be the national anthem. If one was to read the full lyrics of. Star Spangled Banner, but yeah, for the for the sake of uh, for the sake of this conversation, we could call it the Black National Anthem. I usually just say "Lift Every Voice and Sing." Those who know will know exactly what you make reference to. Yeah, bang. So um, I guess they are playing this at uh, NFL games now. Every single one they played it. They played it when I was there on Thursday. Yeah, you know what? So, all right, did, what was your reaction to it, and what was everybody else's? Like what? What did you see? Anybody other? You know, any other wild reactions or anything that stood out to you when when you saw it played? Nope. In fact, so so when it was first announced that they were doing that, I thought it was. It, it, I, I still think so. It's a pandering move, right? It's um, it's a it, it's the cool thing to do now that the whole world has witnessed a man getting choked to death and the reaction that came from it, as far as like. It's been a, a, a worldwide reaction, and so it's it's cool now. It's hip now for corporations to side themselves on the on the uh, yeah to to put themselves on the side of uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and just trying to make it seem like they like they're all about social change, social justice, all that great stuff, right? Jay-Z got himself a job at some point or another after um, after the whole Kaepernick controversy. And now with this having happened, we're talking about George Floyd and just Amar Aubrey, uh, Ahmaud Aubrey rather, and uh, we're talking about Breonna Taylor as well, but there are so many others, right? But in the wake of those very public reactions, the NFL decided that, oh, as part of what we're doing for the quote unquote cause will play lift every voice and sing at every game. And it's like, all right, you know, why wait, whatever. But when they did it on Thursday last, well, not last Thursday, but the Thursday before that, the season opener, it was, it was okay. Like they had a pre-recorded video of Alicia Keys singing and she was singing the first verse with the, like I told you, it was the, the choir from FAMU. And I'm not going to lie. I, I, I thought it was kind of corny, right? And then and then I noticed that there the are actually the FAMU singers were actually on the field singing. So that was that was cool. It's 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 a song that I love to listen to. So I that they sang it well, so I was cool about it. What I was impressed by is that many people were actually paying attention. It wasn't it wasn't part of the televised. It wasn't part of it wasn't part of the televised portion of the of the show of the of the game because that 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 was happening before before all of that like they just had the celebration about like them winning 
the Super Bowl and they had like some presentation on the screens, all that fun stuff. But yeah, people were actually paying attention to it. It's funny because of course, all the black people that were in the crowd were standing, but then you had some white people who were standing and those who weren't were still paying attention. I don't think that people know what it is. It's kind of like when when people had no clue what CRT was, and then all of a sudden, when I they was just out, gonna say that, yeah. and then when they found out CRT stands for critical race theory, all of a sudden they're against it. But this whole time, they had no clue what it was. They didn't even care about it. They don't want a law school class being taught to their fifth grader. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that that song was playing, and when when the song was over, everybody was clapping. Okay, so. I guess uh, Bill Maher's got an issue with it. And this is the thing, because um, Whoopi Goldberg got to clap back at him. And uh, Bill Maher, um, all right, so his comment was uh, what he said. I think when you go down a road where you're having two different national anthems, colleges sometimes now have, many of them have different graduation ceremonies for black and white separate dorms. This is what I mean. Segregation. You've inverted the idea. Mark continued, we're going back to that under a different name. Uh, Mar also lambasted liberalism and said school curricula are pitting students against each other by the color of their skin. <laughs> Lightly referencing critical race theory. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what Whoopi Goldberg said in response to that. So she goes ahead and she's like, well, because we have gone backwards a good 10, 15 years, we're having to reeducate people. We're having to re-educate people on how everyone wants to be talked about, how black people want to be talked about, how Hispanic people want to be talked about. If college campuses and teachers stop seeing color first and treating students differently, whether we're on the left or the right, she said, uh, because the great thing about freedom of speech is we all have the right. You cannot say this is happening because people are woke. I was never asleep. Uh, okay. In the culture that I've seen, we are fighting because there's a big gap. The actress said in closing, not just us, Native Americans, all the other we've been talking about. America, get it together. We already dealt with this. I mean, it's a fair response. I, I have another response for him. And and that response that I have, it stems from an issue that that always, that always seems to pop up. Anytime you label something as Black... In this country, it becomes an issue. If somebody is like, hey, support black businesses, somebody else is going to be like, no, support all businesses. Black lives matter. No, all lives matter. But then if you if you have a, a student ceremony for black students, if you have a black national anthem being sang at games, that's an issue. However, if we're like, hey, we're going to have a ceremony for all the students of Italian descent, nobody's going to say shit. If we say we're going to have a ceremony for all the students of Polish descent, nobody's going to say shit. But for some reason, because it's uh, you have ceremonies for black students, which what's wrong with that? What's wrong with being celebrated? Well, we don't have a ceremony for white students. Bro, this whole thing is for white students. What are you talking about? Let's look at the percentage of students who go to these institutions that have a ceremony for black students, let's see the percentage of black students that these institutions actually have enrolled. And then let's see how many of those students actually graduate. And then maybe you'll understand why it's important for them to have a ceremony of their own. I yield the rest of my time. 
yeah uh, like i'm <laughs> yes um i feel like bill maher's colors are showing right like with everything that's going on in the world that's what you're gonna get upset about exactly. <laughs> yeah. like no like that's the hill he wants to die equal, <laughs> if everything was equal then fine let, let me hear it and then i'll consider it but like that's not where we are so that's what you're choosing to use your platform for like mm, you're pretty transparent yeah, that's and and it's. I don't even like. I don't even like Bill Maher like that. Yeah, Bill Maher's whacking. I think. I think it's like twenty years. Honest. His fame has lasted twenty years too long, yo. Yeah, I'll agree with that for sure. Um, I don't even understand the comparison. Where you got that comparison from? About segregation all the way from the national anthems. Well, right. it's because there's another one. Yeah, give me. I mean, I get it, but you know, I it does. It's still it's such a stretch. It's. I just it's, don't want to like. <laughs> you're up at night. You're staying up at night because there's another song being played in an NFL game. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously, down. that's what we're worried about, huh, fam? Yeah, seriously, that's like a serious misprioritization of of <laughs> issues to focus on. Man, you want to talk about adding insult to injury here? Uh, the league will also no longer prohibit players from taking a knee or otherwise protesting on field during the U.S. national anthem. Yeah, we've come just, a long way, huh? Just to throw that out there. <laughs> we've come a long way. I remember getting yelled at for for bringing that up on the radio here in Orlando when I was on the sports radio show here. People still get pissed about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. It is crazy. Like, they get more upset about that than they do actually about the violence that's being perpetrated against the community of color. So, oh man, stand up for the flag. What a time to be. Yeah, give me a break. Stand up for the flag. Um, You know who won't be doing much standing up of anything? Oh, that's where we're going? Okay. Yeah, let's just go to my man, Greg. Prentice here. Um, <laughs> That's where you're going. So, uh, we've got Greg Prentice, 61 years old, led the Hillsborough County Election Integrity Committee. Greg, he, what did you do, Greg? He I'll, died I'll from tell you COVID. What Greg did, Emily. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he was a big anti mask. Uh, Florida official, and uh, he died from COVID, and he took some GOP software secrets with him. <laughs> what, did he, what did he take with him? <laughs> so, uh, I guess um, he's his sudden death has uh, has sent like the local GOP scrambling because it no longer has uh, any access to uh, essential campaign finance software. Um, they can't get into it without his help. Um, he's converted uh, <laughs> he's converted data from their QuickBooks software to supply the information needed by the FC by the FEC. Uh, and unfortunately, That's about Florida Electoral Commission. Yeah, thank you, Florida Electoral Commission. Yes. So unfortunately, Greg passed away suddenly uh, on September 11th, and he didn't share uh, any of the software uh, and instructions with any of their officers. He took all the secrets with him. 
They're going to have to enter in like August data manually. And according to the information they've received from uh, their FEC analyst, Scott Bennett, uh, they're probably going to have to re-enter data from the first seven months of 2021. Um, so pretty much, I guess this man just took down all the dirty secrets. He took all the, he took the books with him. He took his, his dirty secrets. Yeah. His... He took his dirty secrets, all them, all them sex club, uh, prostitute payments, all the, all them sex club <laughs> payments and, uh, sex worker payments, cocaine payments. That all, all, yeah, that's right. All them cocaine payments. That's done. That's done. They, they're never going to find out about it. See, Joe, Joe Biden does not get access to this man's bank account because he gone. Yep. <laughs> I mean, this is just, this is hilarious to me. Uh, what did he, what did he, let me see. He was a ferocious critic of, of, of vociferous, sorry. Critic. Yeah, yeah, he called it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I thought, oh, I can't read. That, that's today. our man, wow. that's our man, Emily, that's our man. Wow. He's had that's some makers, ferocious. The just makers. like last week when I fucked up the standards of review for appellate court. Oh, <laughs> Critic of the vaccine and mass mandates and COVID prevention measures, uh, he rallied against. Uh, yeah, he called Fauci- it Fauciism. That's what he called it. Yeah, he, called Fauci- it Fauci- he said on the Twitter post, "End Fauciism." Mm. More, what did he say? He also insisted the U.S. needs more social distancing than we do social distancing, and that the pandemic was created to destroy small businesses. No, well, now he has been destroyed his life, and he is dead. <laughs> 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 Emily, I have no comment, yo. I have no comment. I think. Honestly. I mean, like, here's what I I mean, yes, it's like chuckle because like fuck them. But also, you know, the I think it was maybe the Daily or another NPR program. Well, the Daily's from the New York Times, but uh, an NPR program or something that I was listening to where like they were interviewing all these people who have really serious medical conditions like cancer and they need treatment and they can't get into the hospitals because COVID assholes are filling up the place. Yeah, man. Like, it's just enough is enough. Mm, I was just reading about that. Um, Somebody sent me something about uh, somebody's, uh, a a child's like uh, gallbladder or something or, no, his appendix exploded. Because uh, he couldn't get in to get it taken out. Right. I mean, that's like <laughs> just totally crazy because they're considering it like elective surgeries and stuff. When it's like, no, it's my chemotherapy. Like, I need the treatment. And there's nowhere for them to go. It's just uh, mm. really crazy. Yeah, it is. It's pretty wild. Oh, Greg Prentice. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the GOP. Because uh, all these guys are dropping like flies. Uh, that are catching this for the most part. It's so, a democratic uh, scam to kill yeah, off all yeah. the Republican voters. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That that's what it is. <laughs> that's how we'll win elections. You might, you might, you might be on to something though. <laughs> no, I saw a meme the other day that was like, you know, have you noticed that everyone catching COVID is Republican? Sounds like a democratic scheme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think Saul, I believe you showed me that. There was someone who had like a map of like the uh the spread of the of the virus. 
in California. Yes, and who voted Newsom out? Yeah. Yes, that is classic. Yeah. I was like, oh my, these people are, I mean, they're so stupid. Um, it's one thing <laughs> to be stupid and be in your own little stupid house, but it's another thing like for your stupidity to cause the rest of us harm. And that is a fact. That is a fact, yo. Keep that shit over there. You know, so like, y'all want to live like Lord of the Flies, that's fine. But the problem <laughs> is that the problem is that we're all interacting with one another. It's it's not a good look. <laughs> the problem is until they throw that boulder on Piggy's head and kill him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo. <laughs> Oh, a wild book. That is not um, a child's book. But nah, uh, it's not. Not a child's book. Um, so I hear this. Like you put me onto this, Ross. I'm not sure if uh, M, if you heard about this. I guess uh, uh, it's in. Let me let me make sure I I get this right because I don't want to mess it up. It's it's a it's in, it's a proposal. The Biden administration uh, as a proposal that it's now being considered. Um. Well, if you have six hundred dollars or more in your bank account, uh, I guess he wants to. Or they want to be able to have access to your bank account. Uh, so all right, I'm, I'm explaining it. All right, so to enforce tax compliance, um, the Biden administration has proposed requiring financial institutions to report to the IRS annual inflow and outflow totals from most bank, loan, and investment accounts. Congress is considering the proposal as part of a budget reconciliation package. So, um, well, where's for, the $600 thing coming from? Biden's Treasury Department declares that the IRS will monitor transactions of all U.S. accounts over $600. Oh, I did see something about this. Yeah. So, uh, so for example, if you had at least $600 in your bank account, the bank would be required to report the amounts of any debits or credits to that account to the IRS. If the debits and credits that flow through the account add up to at least $600, including deposited paychecks or electronic payments through smartphone apps tied to the account, those totals would have to be reported to. Yo, so no more buying weed through Cash App. Yo, not <laughs> only that, no more accepting payments. No more. What about fantasy football? Fucked up the game, y'all. Like, I haven't looked closely. I saw something about this, but what is their goal? Their goal is to catch people that aren't paying their taxes. I, I, and that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't. I can't. I, I mean, can't find that either. Because, like, normally you have a right to privacy, and so normally you can only get bank records pursuant to like a lawfully issued subpoena. So this, like, your right to privacy the right to be free from unreasonable search and seizure under the fourth amendment. Like none of that seems to, I need to look closer because none of that seems to gel in my mind as to how Let's that see. would happen. The, the, um, what's been, what they've been saying and from the treasury department has been that, um, basically it's so it's for business income outside of large corporations there the, the the difference between taxes that are owed and collected is about 166 billion dollars a year 
So the Treasury says that the focus of the proposal will be on the high earners who don't fully report their tax liabilities. That Ooh. I understand. But then I think you have to go after the people that haven't paid their liabilities. I think you would still have to go through a court to get a court order to allow you to search through their bank records. Not in Biden's America. Yeah, let me see. Chuck Marr, uh, Senior Director of Federal Tax Policy at the Center of Budget and Policy Priorities. Uh, He was saying that uh, it helps or just helps the IRS get better at finding noncompliance, finding people who are cheating. Uh, Well, yeah, that's the same thing for like the government could tap all of our phones and record all of our phone calls. It would help them prosecute crime. But like the Patriot Act? We still have the Fourth (laughs) Amendment. Listen, yeah. I'm 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 not a baller, but I have no no problems with setting up a few quite a few accounts that are capped at six hundred dollars. <laughs> I think I think that Wells Fargo <laughs> would actually appreciate that. Let's see. He said setting a low threshold of six hundred dollars would make it harder for tax dodgers to set up multiple accounts. No, it won't. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I'm no tax dodger. Let's put that out there. Oh my. First of I, all, I'm no tax dodger, but I have no beef with being like, oh, where? No, that's 600. All right, let me move the rest of this over here. I mean, I'm, I've been, you know, I don't mind None dealing with that. None of that cash. makes sense to me at all. I got enough shoe boxes. <laughs> oh, you're going to have shoe box stacks in the crib? Your shoe, shoe box, box does stacks. not gain interest, sir. Yeah, yeah, well, right putting that. your money in the bank doesn't gain you interest either. Well, a high yield savings account gives you a little bit of money. Yeah, mm. but then you know, if it's more than six hundred dollars, you know they're gonna look into everything that I do about it. I don't uh, think they will. I don't think that. I don't think that passes. If everything you've just said to me like is true and there's no court process, I don't think it's constitutional. Yeah, what senator? So. That's true, yo. What senator you know is gonna agree to that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What senator <laughs> wants his cocaine and prostitute payments to be known public? Yeah, not even not not even their payments, but the monies that they've been receiving on the side. You know, when when uh, when the, when the Colt brothers decide to donate twenty thousand dollars to your campaign over here. So mm. right, let's let's see let's see how, let's see how they flesh this out. <laughs> we'll see what happens for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll definitely have to see what happens with that. Um, This Millie thing. General Millie. Is it a big deal? I'm I'm to me, <laughs> no. Because it already happened. Uh and and we've heard time and time again about how about how you've had people within the White House who were like, yo, this Trump fella is crazy. I need to do everything I can to make sure that he doesn't fucking start World War Three, or just make this nation implode with all his craziness, right? Are we, or can I just ask, are we talking about Bob Woodward's new book? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so what, all right, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, uh, all right, let, quit, Ross or, or M, if you guys want to just explain real quick uh, the gist of uh, what's happening with this thing and, and, and or what happened. Well, no, towards the end of the Trump administration, towards the end of the Trump presidency um mark milley had to call his chinese counterpart i think his general lee li and be like yo you know just to like warn him not to warn him but rather to appease him like hey man um u.s is not gonna attack you don't worry about what's being said 
by our commander in chief <laughs> in his press conferences. Don't worry about what's being said in his rallies. My just, man's all yayed up right just, now. Just, just, just. <laughs> If anything was to happen, like I, I would give you a holler first, but I don't think that anything's gonna happen because I'm in the room where it happens, right? So he did that, and then he, and then he met with quite a few of his staff members, and was like, "Listen, if any, if at any point in time you were to be told by someone who represents the president, someone who represents the administration, or by the president himself, that you need to do X, Y, or Z." There are still some channels <laughs> that this decision needs to go through before we can make these acts happen. So I need for you to literally tell me that you understand that you need to bring this to me first before you do anything. That's basically the gist of it. Mm. Does that make sense, counsel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually do want to read it because I, I read his last book, Fear, about like the first year and a half in the White House for Trump and like it's such a good book because you know every day there was a new scandal and all of us just kind of like our heads swirled all the time and eyes glazed over but like the idea that like oh the adults in the room will control Trump like it was just so false but reading that book fear like Rince Priebus, his chief of staff, Rob Porter, his uh, assistant, like, they would literally, he would demand orders be drawn up, executive orders be drawn up that would have, like, imploded foreign security and have it delivered to his desk. And then they would take it from his desk and hide it and hope that he forgot. And, of course, he did because he's got an attention span of a three-year-old. But like the level of micromanaging that everybody had to do to handle him was just really quite insane. So this news does not sound all that different from the other reporting that Bob Woodward did. So I'm interested to read the new book. I did see something also about at one point in time, and I, I have I haven't read it, but I read or I heard somewhere that like he he actually tried to have us withdraw from Afghanistan on january 15th or something like that um which would have been totally different right like you're in the middle of an insurrection you're in the middle of an impeachment and you're pulling out of afghanistan right before biden takes office so that's actually the part of the book that i really want to read and understand more that that actually sounds really familiar and 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 it has something to do with russia too yeah, throw maybe. it out there. It, so, trust me, it did. I, I for some reason I remember that being something like, his, like part his of that. Books deal. tend to be, you know, they're a little salacious, um, but they're like easy reads. Yo, I, I, Bob Woodward has been giving us nothing but heat since 1974. <laughs> let's yeah. let's put that in perspective. Like, oh, you you mean you mean Watergate? All the presidents men? Yeah, you know that that was me. That was mm-hmm. me. I was mm-hmm. I was I was a part of that. And I mean, he's just been dropping heat ever since. My right? understanding is that for some of his interviews, he invites people over to his Georgetown home. And then he has like a really long catered lunch or dinner with like multiple <laughs> rounds of food. So that you're kind of stuck there and have to talk to him. <laughs> mm. Mm. Hey, if he's paying. 
if he's paying, I'm telling him. I'm telling him everything he wants you to know. Tell him everything, and, and his books, his books, <laughs> like uh, at least the the last three, I guess. The, 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 those titles, like you said, a little fallacious, right? Fallacious is fear, <laughs> rage, yeah. peril. Like just like yo, this this is what this is what you're gonna get when you read this. this it's a mess. I also think the generals were way more outspoken than we've seen in the past. Because yes. I think they thought that by going in there, they would be the adults in the room. They could get through to him. And like one day you're the best general in the in the whole wide world, according to Trump. And the next day you're weak, right? Like, you ain't shit. <laughs> and so they're like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you about Trump. You ain't so. shit. I mean, we see, we see how he did John Kelly, which uh, make no mistake, John Kelly wasn't like the greatest citizen in the, uh, of America. He wasn't the greatest American in the world, but at the end of the day, you chose him. <laughs> yeah. He was your choice. You know, the book also talked a lot about his fixations, about trade deficits and stuff, and he was super, super hung up on the amount of aid, military aid that we provide to South Korea. And he was like, we're getting taken for a ride. This isn't fair. They're not paying their fair share. And all the generals basically said, like, we're doing this for our own national interest because if a weapon is detonated, we know within 15 seconds versus if we're not in South Korea and our nearest station is Alaska, it's like 15 minutes. And that's life or death, right? Like that. Yes. that and, yes. and he could not wrap his head around it. It was like. We're being taken for a ride. Um, so, yeah, I I am interested to read the new book. It, what's the name list. of the book? What is, what's it called again? Peril. Peril. That's <laughs> it, though. Just Peril. Yeah. <laughs> Just Peril. It wasn't like Oof. fear. Fear had a whole uh, byline, right? Like, sub, 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 subtitle? Subtitle. Mm. All right. Let's, uh, let's take a, a, a quick break. I want to get back to to like two more things and then uh, and then we'll wrap it up wrap it up um, just because uh i i kind of want to do talk a little bit about this landlord situation in south florida um especially because of the the, the fines now i guess that DeSantis said uh you know you could face if you decide to put some sort of a vaccine mandate or whatever or show some proof of vaccination mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and then uh, Nicki Minaj, maybe just because everyone's oh. been talking about it. I know, I can't oh. believe it. Uh, what an idiot! She's such an idiot. But I love, I love all the heat she's catching from everybody. It's great. Well, she's also got an invitation to the White House, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, we'll talk about all that for sure uh, in the second half. So let's take a quick break. We'll be back, everybody. Um, you're listening to. Get it how you live. Get it how you live. That's right. With a U. <laughs> oh, that makes Makers, boys. <laughs> it's kicking in. Ever, <laughs> you know, it's it's. I'm almost done. I'm done with it. That's it. No more. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Mm. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as, as I, I see it. it. Biggie. 
Part two, part deux. Hot shots, part deux. The return. <laughs> the best of Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I don't know that I ever want to be affiliated with that man or anything <laughs> that he's doing. Ditto. That, that was such fact. a good movie, though. Say that again? That was such a good movie, though. Now, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you watched that movie? Oh, yeah. That's the only reason it was such a good movie. Okay. 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 <laughs> the last time I saw that movie, I couldn't have been I couldn't have been older than 14. There you go. Okay. Straight up. I appreciate the honesty, sir. And, like, it's funny because that was, you know, the, I, I feel like that was such a, like, a, I don't know. We went through that point in movie, in movie history making where they were just making spoofs of everything, right? Yep, yep. Like that was like that. Uh, Thanks, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, the Naked Gun movies. I was just gonna say, and OJ, um, and OJ, <laughs> Jay Simpson, and Leslie Nielsen. Oh. I, I would love to. I want. He's got to have interviews about talking about OJ working with him. Say that again. Or, I said Leslie Nielsen. There has to be some sort of interviews out there, uh, with him just talking about working with OJ making those movies. That's gotta be. I mean, he he, he <laughs> died. He he died in the two thousands. So I know. Yeah. He, I like know I wonder. He, I wonder what he what he has to say about him, or maybe he just didn't want to get his neck slit. Mm, <laughs> wow. His throat quick. His throat slit quick. Yeah, my man. <laughs> Shout out to that makers boy. You. He's a cutthroat killer. Yeah. <laughs> OJ. Wow. Anyways, Charlie Sheen, the Naked Gun movies, to O.J. Simpson, and now we're back to get it how you live with a you, everybody. Vite you. <laughs> um, so yeah, before we went on break, I, I wanted to hit up. Well, I you know I teased a couple topics I wanted to talk about in the second half. Um, so yeah, uh, like Nicki Minaj, huh? Ugh. <laughs> I have no comment. Emily, what you got to say about that? <laughs> um, I don't have a huge comment either, except I assume she's being invited to the White House so they can try to change her mind so that she can then try to persuade other people to get vaccinated. Okay. So so and she wasn't she wasn't invited if to not, the White House. Then I have no words. Yeah, no, no. She she wasn't invited to the White House. They just said that they would accept any questions that she had about it, like they 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 would answer her call. I see. Yeah, she she's not invited to the White House. There's no yeah, they, way they're going they're going to link her up with a big shot doctor. Oh yeah, the, you know, this is a huge promotional opportunity for who? For the vaccine. Got and it. For her, more than anything, regardless. She, you know, you know how these people think like any kind of publicity is good publicity. They don't care. She's just, I know she's like reeling in the fact like that her name's just being talked about 24 7 right now in the last nah. like two days. <laughs> nah. She loves it. She loves it. Trust me. She loves it that she's trending, whether nah. it's for the wrong reasons. 
And like, this is it. Now, now it's like the big comeback, you know, she can turn it around and be like, oh, well, yeah, we all make mistakes, right? She accepts this, uh, whatever, you know, if the White House does decide to do something. Nah. You don't think? I, mean, I, I think that's exactly what it looks like to me. She nah. does have an opportunity to persuade people who are also ambivalent or hesitant about the vaccine, right? Like, but that only that only takes effect if she accepts the science <laughs> and then uses her platform to try and convince other people. So for, um, you know, so I should have prefaced, I should have prefaced the story before we started talking about it for people who don't know, uh, Nicki Minaj uh, tweeted or, or it put something on Instagram, something on her social media about her cousin's friend who got the vaccine. And then, <laughs> and then he said that, uh, that the vaccine caused his balls to swell up, his testicles, <laughs> and they had to cancel the wedding. Yeah, and that's why she didn't go to the Met Gala too, because she wouldn't get vaccinated, and they required. Yeah, vaccination the... for it. Yeah. I mean, just how, just, just the fact that she's so. Well, oh, 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 wait, wait, wait! More. Sorry, 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 because I... I got the news set up because <laughs> they killed her. They killed her over in uh in Trinidad for this. Um, just irresponsible. Something. It's just the stupidest thing to say. And the fact that there were people like protesting for her, people that were actually like uh, backing what she said, like uh, <laughs> like she's some sort of medical expert. Social media. That's one thing social media did. Like one thing, one bad thing social media has done for sure. So it has made people think that they're like, they're experts about things. I mean, have you checked? Are you swollen there, soul? Uh, no. <laughs> the, what my man, what my man caught was an STD. So, so maybe you should tweet at her that you that's got what, it. And you're fine. <laughs> like that. That's what. That's what happened. Like he caught an STD, and he doesn't. He didn't want his wife to find out, or his fiance. Or ex-wife now, or ex-fiance now. I don't know what happened. But yeah, it's just, I mean, give me a break. I don't, oh, God. Anyways. Just, just so irresponsible. Stop, stop looking up to celebrities. Yeah. <clears throat> that's it. That's it. That's it. Anyways. Um, yeah, she's a, she's an idiot. Team Cardi all the way, yo. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know it had to be an either or. Wow. Curve, whatever she says. I don't know how she does it, but yeah, that's me, Team Cardi. Holla. Well, ever do that again, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, My yo. man. Let's. <laughs> So, uh, you know, you old, bro. Yeah, facts. Every everyone knows I'm old. You know, you <laughs> old when you bust out with something like that. I thought that's what she said, nah? Something like that. Uh, and you gotta roll the R. Little curve. Oh, no, no, oh, Emily, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> why are we doing this, Emily? No. <laughs> We had a chance to get out. That's kind of fun. And you pull it back in. You're 
All right. Anyway. <laughs> you didn't even try there. <laughs> what up? Um, yo, Ross put me on to this story. Uh-oh. Uh, about this, uh, this landlord in South Florida, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's his name? Santiago. Santiago Alvarez. Santiago Alvarez is uh owns a couple owns a couple units. See, I, I think he's got he says he's got about like um a hundred tenants in Broward. So I'm guessing he owns like an apartment complex or something of the sort, right? And he's like, yo, anybody over 18 trying to renew that lease? Yeah, I need to show some uh yeah, I need to show some uh some proof, proof of vaccination. vaccination. Yeah. You know, if you if you ain't got nowhere else to go and you still don't have proof of vaccination, I'll consider doing a month to month extension, depending on how you feel about taking the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, now now he's saying that he's doing that for a very good reason. He's like, yo, um, you know, he's he's been losing a lot of tenants. He's been seeing a lot of his tenants literally die mm. because they weren't vaccinated. Well, let me stop. A lot of his tenants died. They also happened from COVID, but they also happened not to be vaccinated. You you go ahead and, and make the connection there. And um, yeah, they, they asked him too. They were like, um, you know, they they asked him about the fine. And he said that he's not gonna that's not gonna change his, his stance. You know, I won't deter him because um he, he's ready to go to court. Mm-hmm. He's like, if I go, if I if I get fined, I'll go to court with it. And we're starting to see that not just with um, not just with tenants, but just again certain businesses are, are going that have been going that route. Um, I I I personally have no qualms about this because again we're talking about a um, we're talking about a public health crisis. So I'm not. I'm not mad about the idea. And it's not forcing people. It's literally saying, yo, if you want to live here, this is what you need to do. So if you aren't willing to do this, then that's fine. We're not going to force you. You just can't live up in this spot. So find yourself somewhere else to go. I think he would have a pretty good case in court. Um, Vaccinated versus unvaccinated is not a protected class that you can't discriminate against. Yeah, And as long as you have some sort of exception for people who, like, legitimately can't be vaccinated, I think he'd have a pretty good case. Let's see. The governor, uh, he announced this week that he's going to fine county and city governments uh, requiring employees to get vaccinated against COVID-19, threatening a $5,000 fine per violation. So, I don't, I mean, this is... (laughs) This man, this man, first off, let some clown uh, spread uh, misinformation about the vaccine at some, you know, I don't know what he was doing, pandering to his people at some thing the other day. Uh, you know, now he wants to threaten uh, county and city governments with $5,000 fines. Uh, if they, they're just trying to keep their own employees and themselves safe. I don't think ultimately those fines will, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't hold think up in court? Pay, yeah, it, it's not going to hold up in court. I'd, li- I'd like to know how, 
I like to know how tied up he is with um, the the monoclonal antibody therapies, like whoever whoever institutes those, whoever implements that treatment, because he's 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 doing a lot. Yeah, to keep people from having to be vaccinated. After he himself took the vaccine back in April. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to keep people from being vaccinated. But at the same time, he stays opening up these new monoclonal treatment clinics. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I just don't understand what the issue is on that one. Right. Yeah, um, or, 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 and, 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 and then we'll, we'll, we'll get into that debate, right? Well, it's my body and I don't want to get vaccinated. That's very fair. But it just so happens that usually those who are against the vaccination and use that excuse are also those who are like, yo, woman shouldn't get an abortion beyond six weeks. Right. I mean, I also feel like if you don't want to take the vaccine, you think it's a hoax, like, Okay, then you don't get to take a bed in the hospital for somebody who did everything right and still needs their chemotherapy, right? Like, yes. Not interested in that game anymore. Don't go to the hospital if you get sick. I don't want to hear anything. You want to talk about your rights? I want to talk about my rights. Like my right to live. My right to live without having to worry about catching this because you dumb backyard yokel redneck doesn't want to get vaccinated or thinks this thing isn't real. Or you yeah. think, or you don't understand what asymptomatic means. Like I, like we, us regular people have a right as well. Right. Like we have a right to want to be able to live our lives, and not have to worry about these idiots infringing their, you know, like trying to force down their beliefs down our throat, because that's what it is. To it's me, it's no different belief. than being like. You need to get the polio vaccine. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. That's the thing I don't understand. Like these people want to talk about their. I've got a right. You know what? I got a right to wear a mask. If I want to wear a mask, I do. Like, so what? What are you gonna do about it? I got, I had the right to go get vaccinated. It's not my problem that now I'm getting certain benefits because I, I, I went and got vaccinated. Like you know, people that are not getting vaccinated want to complain, talk about we're being ostracized from society. Yes, because we don't want you in society. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. You are typhoid Mary. <laughs> Hello. I feel like I feel like Herm Edwards when he was doing this. He's like, you play to win the game. It's like you get vaccinated to save lives. <laughs> like yeah. I, I don't I don't understand what the what what I don't understand what the the hesitancy is at this point. Well, like, and to go back to what you were saying about Nicki Minaj, like. Oh, who also like, you know, shouted out Tucker Carlson and tweeted one of yeah. his videos. I mean, get, get, when you're like, when you're tweeting out Tucker Carlson <laughs> videos, you know it's all right. Come on. Yeah, but like if you if you tweet out like, oh, your testicles are gonna swell up. If somebody's like, oh shit, I don't want that to happen to me. Like, there's a there's a responsibility as a public figure to like yes. get the facts out. <laughs> yes, and to explain like. Is that a symptom or a side effect? And how common is it or how rare is it? Like, you know, like there are ways to address people's hesitancy in a scientifically minded way. But ultimately, if they're still going to reject science, like 
you just don't get to be part of our community anymore. <laughs> we don't want you here. She has 22.7 million followers on Twitter alone. Jeez. Uh, then you have to wonder how many one how many of those are over the age of 18. Mm. Then you have to wonder how many of those are of sound mind, which you know that's a uh that's a subjective that's a subjective term, but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like yo, uh, yeah, like I said, stop. Stop, stop looking up to celebrities. Yeah, I mean, the bigger, the, it's one thing to say, like, I heard this story and so I'm concerned and leave it at that versus I had this story and I'm concerned. So I'm following up with specialists and experts to get the facts and then I'll share them with you. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then Shorty will bust out with the, well, I'm, I did some research, and it's like, oh. yeah. You mean we took a shit on the toilet, watch an anti-vax YouTube video, and that was that was it. Or you saw a meme, or you saw Nicki Minaj's tweet, or Talk or you got Tucker. a, or you got a, a text from your cousin's friend who said something about their fiance's swollen testicles. They forgot <laughs> to mention about the, you know, sex worker he probably hung out with for his bachelor party. And, uh, you know, might have caught something because uh, maybe uh, he didn't do things the right way. <laughs> so uh, now you got swollen swollen balls. Swollen balls. <laughs> Is that the name of the episode? That's the swollen <laughs> balls. Yo, That's <laughs> put it out in the universe. But, but, but we have another issue, right? Because we... We also have members of the healthcare slash medical community who are pushing, who are pushing that narrative. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the, but then when you do a little bit more research about them, they're not really part of the medical community like you would think. You know, no, nah, man. Like people who work at hospitals, mm. you still people who are getting prescriptions from from physicians. Those physicians, how are they? You know, like you have people who are, according to whichever state they live in, licensed to practice whatever it is that they do. You mm. have people who are in emergency rooms right now mm -hmm. who don't believe, like, and I'm talking about working on staff who don't believe in the scientific <laughs> proofs. Get them out of there. See ya. So it's like, so, so it's like who, how do people discern? Especially if you're a follower of, and and the reason, so the reason why I was against, not against, but the reason why I was so quick to be like, yo, I have no comment when uh, when Miss Onika was mentioned, <laughs> is is because yo, there it, it, there is a healthy mistrust of the U.S. government. There's a healthy mistrust of the. Let's call it the healthcare industrial complex for the sake of this argument within the black community. And that's seeping. A lot of it is coming. I mean, a lot of it is definitely historical. We got a boatloads of proof as to why that would be happening. But you also have people who are famous, people who are popular within the community who are like out there just putting out some 
some felonious shit <laughs> about the current situation that we found ourselves in. Again, it's a public health crisis that we're in. And then you have people like a Buster Rhymes. You have people like a Pete Rock. People like motherfucking Nicki Minaj who are out here just spewing out these facts, fake facts, right? Alternative facts about what's going on. And it's just like, damn, really? There, he said, she said narratives, false narratives on, on this. They're, it's just so sad. Because they are, they're they're influential. Very. I hate I hate to admit it. Very. You know, but, I love Buster Rhymes. Uh, yeah, I feel you on that. So do I. I. You got my Rock. workout playlist, bro. I thought about I thought about just taking them off just for the principle of it. <laughs> but but that but that's the thing, right? And and I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, you do what you got to do. But the, my my point is that somebody is miseducating them. And they, in turn, are miseducating a whole bunch of other bodies, or at the very least, validating things that people who were on the fence or people who are just like dug in, and it's just like, damn, bro, really? They're just that just goes to show they're just not as bright as as you think. Just because they're rich doesn't mean they're smart. Then that's why we need to stop looking yeah. <laughs> looking up to these people. <laughs> You know, like, trust me, just because just they're rich doesn't mean they're smart. If if Nicki Minaj got all that money, she's still talking about her friend's cousin's fiance. Well, <laughs> well, Nicki Minaj has a and history then. of Nicki Minaj has a history of, of, of questionable judgment. Yeah. Whether, whether you whether you talk about you the know, guy she's with, who's her a brother, the guy who's a her husband, Peter. yeah, <laughs> all this, he's like still. Uh, isn't he like in, in, in? He's like still in court for some of this stuff or whatever. I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. So so you know. But <sighs> yeah, man, that's that's yeah, uh, give me a that's sad. You know, the, the, the moment Elon 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 Musk started tripping, that's what that's what you got to be like, yo. Just because he got money, don't mean he's smart. <laughs> he got money. He doesn't know everything. Yeah, for real. Santiago Alvarez got a little dough with those twelve hundred units. I'm glad. I'm glad he's doing something with his, with his smarts, telling people to get vaccinated. He might not be the brightest guy in the world, but at least he knows. Hey, get vaccinated if you want to come into my apartment, yeah, uh, <laughs> into my building. If you want to run out of units, issue. like give me a break. I just, you know, I, I really wish I'd see a lot more of that here. I really wish I'd see a lot more of that here, here in Orlando. I, I, I wish. A lot of these places would tell these, you know, losers. Yeah, but at the same time, like kick rocks. At the same time, it's kind of worth being afraid to do so when you're talking about a five thousand dollar fine. That's the deterrent right there. Yeah. If it even holds up, I don't think it'll hold up. But. Right, but then you gotta spend some bread to go to court. Yeah. To not have to pay five thousand dollars, and I can tell you, lawyers might cost you a little more than five thousand. Yep, they're going to charge you more than five. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you got. So you got to have the bread. You got to have the bread. So sometimes, Ooh. sometimes some people, some people do, some people do the math right. You know, if X plus Y doesn't equal C, then it's like ah, fuck it, I'm not doing that. Yeah, even even lowly me. 
five grand is like 15 hours of my time. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Damn. What kind of Maserati you got? <laughs> <laughs> I drive a really beaten up Prius. <laughs> I, forgot, I, for, I forgot we had the conscious lawyer on. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and everybody hits you in DC. Like nobody gives a shit. So I have all these. I have all these cosmetic problems to my car. <laughs> There's a dent that. here and a dent there. Yeah. Someone sideswiped me in a metro parking lot. Like, you mm. know, it's just, but it's paid off and I'm going to run it into the ground. Yo, I used to, uh, we, I used to go places with my boy Chris Saba and um, <laughs> he would park in like the furthest spot. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, I don't want nobody to hit my car. Man. <laughs> yeah, no, I call it little love taps. Like you're parallel parking and you got to like tap the front car, tap the back car to like get in there all the way. <laughs> nah, if, if you got to tap somebody's car, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, you don't People fit. do it all the time. No, no, can't do it. Like the people with really nice cars up here drive around with these things called bumper buddies, and they're like a rubber mat that hangs over their bumper. And it, oh, yeah, it I, every, everybody up in the city has them. Like, yeah, it like, looks yeah, dumb. Listen, trust me, I know. I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've probably, I probably, I know I hit, I hit a car or two when I was <laughs> last time I was out there. You love tapped, I uh, tap. I rented a, I rented a, a Volkswagen Jetta and um. I was like, yeah, this is perfect. You know what I mean? I'm driving from Jersey to Connecticut to get to this wedding. And then from Connecticut, I was driving back into the city to New York. So I was like, yeah, let me just rent this car. I'll be all right. As soon as I get into Harlem, I'm trying to find a parking spot. I was like, man, well, at least I got a small car. Like, this jet is tiny. This was like uh, 2017, 2018, maybe. I'm not sure. I forget. But anyways, all I know is <laughs> I'm backing in and I was like, oh, man, I, I, I saw the spot. I was like, it's perfect. It's perfect. And I back in, boop, little love tap. And I'm like, great. Pull out, sit there for another second thinking I'm not going to fit. And then I was like, screw it. I've already hit him once. <laughs> <laughs> Going all in. That's it, bro. I made sure my car fit right. I was like, bang, 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 bang. Austin <laughs> Power style, like, like caught in the hallway. <laughs> and I was like, eh, 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 boom, got in. No alarms got off. Boop, boop, hit mine. Perfect. Good to go. There was your mother uh, in the car, sir? No. What, what was that? I was, I was asking if your mother was in the car. Nobody was in the car. I was driving by myself. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Adia. Yeah. I was staying at Adia's place. <laughs> That's, that's a DC car too. The other thing, I don't know. Now that I say this, you're gonna see it all the time. Prius drivers, if they have damaged their car, it's almost always on the passenger side by the rear uh, wheel well, and I don't know why it is, but like all Prius drivers eventually clip it in some parking garage or something, not making the right turn. You'll see it all the time now. I, I promise you. <laughs> we all have the left rear damage. Or, sorry, right rear damage, right on the right side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I don't even remember how we got on the conversation of my Prius. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just saying, my, my, my Maserati M over here. Yeah. Charging <laughs> 5,000 for 15 hours. 
5000 for 15 hours like of work. Which that I am sounds, mad. That sounds like a get at how you live. Which Rocky. I am <laughs> mad. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, that's lowly me. You call yeah. a regular person that's like $500 an hour. That's Get your money, and Get your money. Now, well, keep in mind, I don't actually get all that money. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uncle Sam got to get some bread. Um, yeah, and my and the my, firm, my the film, the film has to get some of that too. Yeah, I probably get like a quarter to a third. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I mean, you know, shit, I'll so. still take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ross, you got to get it how you live for us? Yeah, man. Let's give a shout out to Mohammed Fahd. <laughs> Mohammed Fahd, um, a Pakistani resident, recently got sentenced to 12 years in prison. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to know why? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, $200 million phone fraud scheme. He got $200 million out of it? Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> so maybe the Biden administration should have looked at it. So, so Mr. Fod of Karachi, listen to this, recruited an employee of AT&T back in 2012. It was, a, it was an AT&T call center employee out in Washington state. And um, he began bribing said employee and his co-workers to use their credentials to unlock phones. So that also allowed phones to be removed from AT&T's network. And sometimes these phones, uh, the customers didn't finish paying for the phones or they didn't finish, they didn't finish out their contracts, right? The contract um, wasn't expired. And the fact that the phones were unlocked allowed those people to get cheaper service for their phones. Um, he also had somebody, I think it's those same people that he's been bribing since 2012, he had them install malware on the company's network, and that allowed him to unlock phones from Pakistan. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, even after the company figured out some some parts of the scheme and fired two people, my man kept pushing on. So apparently he sold the illegal phone unlocking service through online retailers, you know, the, the, the dark web that we hear so much about. Um, he, he made so much bread that he was able to lead an extravagant lifestyle that included frequent, tri frequent trips abroad. Um, we're talking about thousand dollars a night hotel stays in dubai um a thirty thousand dollar watch motherfuckers is always buying watches yo mm. um and he even bragged about hiring some british singer songwriter to play at his wedding for a hundred thousand dollars shout out to jay sean whoever he is <laughs> so <laughs> according to the federal government he paid those three at&t workers a total of $922,000 from 2012 until 2017. Damn. That's what I'm saying. Right before he was arrested in Hong Kong back in 2018. It is alleged. Well, it's not alleged. I mean, shit, motherfucking sentence. They say that more than 1.9 million phones were unlocked as part of his conspiracy. So... The company basically said that they lost at least $200 million 
on just phones that were removed from the network. <laughs> on that alone, they lost $200 million. Damn. Yeah. So um, they also say that um, he made, based on the limited records that they were able to locate, as far as AT&T goes, they don't want to go too deep in their shit. They said that he made at least $5.3 million. So and he now had, he's been sentenced? And now he's been sentenced to 12 years. He's been Ooh. sentenced. He's been sentenced to 12 years. He made $5.3 million. He allegedly paid $922,000 to former AT&T employees. And he has been ordered to pay back $200 million in restitutions. Well, he's never going to be able to do you that. You don't say yeah. that. never going to get that bread. That's impossible. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. And the two people who helped him in uh, the, the two people who helped him in this conspiracy, those former AT&T workers, they got um, they were sentenced to probation and a third one was sentenced to 18 months mm. in a federal facility. So with that said, um, I'd like to give oh. a shout out to Mohammed Fad of Karachi, Pakistan. Yo, I so I'm reading this. Get it how you live. Yeah. <laughs> what you reading, fam? What you reading? So my man's quote. He says, "Over time, I became obsessed with the money, and any thought that I was doing wrong disappeared." Fod wrote, "I did not know it, but I was on a path to self-destruction. Worse yet, my misconduct destroyed the lives of those around me." Mm. <sighs> mm. <laughs> Who said, let me see. The acting U.S. attorney, uh, Tessa M. Gorman, had said, this defendant is a modern-day cyber criminal who combined his technological expertise with old-school techniques such as bribery, intimidation, and exploitation. These are the words of Tessa M. Gorman. Yo. Wow. 12 years in a federal facility. Well, all right, Emily, what happens if you don't have that money to pay back? Uh, you probably declare bankruptcy. <laughs> and then, like, I mean, that I don't understand. I mean, so so let's say you got to pay this back. Does this mean, like, all your assets are frozen, everything? Like, you have nothing. Your court is probably. seized, everything. You probably had to have a public defender and everything else. I would well, well, let's, 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 he, he got arrested in Hong Kong. So you mm. know he ain't got no money in the U.S. Mm. <laughs> he got arrested in Hong Kong. Man's is what? I said, he, what, how old was he, 35? He's in his 30s. He got sentenced to 12 years. He's going to get out. He's going to be in his late 40s. He's going to be ordered to pay 200 mil. You know he's going to spend some time in a halfway house. Then he's probably shooting back to Pakistan. Right. I mean, it depends on how long his probation is. His probation Hopefully probably tells some, him he can't leave the country. And Hopefully so then the question is, cash. does he get out of here? Nah, he probably got some bread stash, yo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully he's got some cash stashed in duffel bag somewhere. Yeah, he's got some bread stashed out in Pakistan, in the mountains, mm. somewhere out in Islamabad. Mm. And, uh, as soon as he gets out, he's got a new identity waiting for him. And then he's just going to vanish in thin air. Mm. See, wow. see we'll, 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 we'll catch him in 2035. 
Yeah, facts. <laughs> 200 mil. Um, man, I guess that's it. I, I don't think I've got anything else real quick. Uh, I guess real quick, Orange County pledges 13 mil to jumpstart four new affordable housing projects. I guess uh, Mayor Jerry Demings is trying that to push like this not thing. enough. But no, because uh, the combined, uh, the four projects combined, uh, combined carry a price tag of uh, 128.9 mil. Yeah. So. <laughs> see, I didn't even have to know that number. I knew it was no good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. I, I, this is, it's pretty bad here in, in Orlando. I'll, I'll tell you that. So the housing crisis is, is horrible. Like the affordable uh, housing is impossible here. Um, What's so the living wage is impossible there. Oh, and then that's, but nobody wants to talk, you know, talk about that either. It's hilarious. No, say that again, Emily. I said, it's also the living wage that's impossible there. Yeah. And that's a fact. Like that's when a... I lived there, I had, you know, my rental price was expensive. Now that I'm in DC, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had that rental price again. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, oh shit, no, never mind. I made like, one eighth of what I make now, right? Like, <laughs> like there, it's a totally different situation. Like, the housing prices are too high in Orlando, especially when you look at what the average income is. Yeah, especially when you look at how people make that income, because it's a lot of its hospitality. Orlando's behind Las Vegas, number two in the nation for, like, you know, hospitality income or whatever it's called. Uh, I forget right. the correct term, but uh. And it's that's not good. Um, like that's not good at all. It's well, there's so much. Oh, it, if it's people, just... if people made more in Orlando, <laughs> the rental prices would not be so intolerable, right? Yeah. But it's it's a confluence of both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, you know... No, go ahead, Ross. Well, go ahead. there's a there's a place, Bubaloo Barbecue. Thank you. And they, they thank have, you. I, thank you for that. Go ahead. Yeah, they're 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 they have a few locations in Central Florida. They're closing the Winter Park location. There's one on Kirkman, <laughs> and they weren't that bad. But I'm never gonna go there again after what you're about to say. Yeah. The, oh, I used to go to the one on Kirkman, Kirkman and Conroy. Yep. 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 Yeah, yep. Oh shit! Taking me back. Okay. Come me on. and my mom used to go there. The 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 owner said that. Oh yeah, nobody wants to work. That's why they have to close out. So they're having staffing issues. Which, you know, to be fair, a lot of people are having staffing issues. But you're, you're going to say that it's because nobody wants to work. Just because you're paying people more doesn't necessarily mean that you're paying them fairly. And that's that's kind of an asshole. No, not kind. That's an asshole statement to make, period. So, I yeah. Mean, it's a pretty bold step to be like, I'm going to shut down my business rather than pay my workers. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> shutting it down. <laughs> And why are you shutting out? Because I'm not making enough money. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you making money? Well, because I don't have people here to staff the place. I promise you, you start paying people right. Yep. You're gonna be all right staffing. So, them. so there's a restaurant that's doing that here in Florida. They're paying their they're paying their people at least 15 bucks an hour. And they're starting with that and benefits. Hold on, I'm gonna let me give them a quick shout out real quick because I'm gonna find that I was gonna trash Bubble Loos and all that. I had this article pulled up with all the dumb stuff the owner said but uh let me see if i could find it real quick before we give our shout outs uh um let's see here well also don't forget so what i sent you earlier this week like 
if you haven't had a raise in the past couple of years, you're probably making less than you did when you first got that pay raise. Facto. Because of inflation. Facto. So I think it's a Miami, Florida. Let me see if this is it here. Oh, no. Great. Maybe not, but uh, or I think it's a Miami restaurant. But uh, Florida, get it together. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Shout them out next week. It's all right. Yeah, I'll shout them out next I'm week. Supposed to be I, the I host here. I just know there's a Florida restaurant. They're gonna they're gonna start paying their uh, minimum wage. It's gonna be fifteen bucks an hour to their to everybody there. So, and to be honest. I think that that's something that we've been trying to say at the very least since we like started doing this podcast on a regular basis. Obviously, we cannot, should not rely on our government to 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 help us. And so it's gonna it's gonna take members of the community to be willing to do things like that. Like you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and pay. My employees a fair wage, sure. That may mean that my profit margins are gonna be lower. But can I yeah. still but can I still maintain a certain lifestyle even though I make less? If the answer is yes, do it. Cause it could mean the life or death of your business as well. You know, people people already in the struggle, so it's like, yo, I'm not going back to this job, they ain't paying me right. You'll have have those that'll tell you, well, it's better to have this job. Maybe in your case that is. But if you value yourself a little more, like, you know what? I'm already in the struggle. I'm not going to be in the struggle and be treated like shit and not be paid like I'm valued. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, $15 an hour is still not okay. It's still too low. It sure ain't. It needs to be like $23 an hour, to be honest with Mm -hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And that's just here in Florida. I was looking at something about that, but anyways, I mean, well, when you know we what? started the fifteen dollars minimum wage crusade, it was like a decade ago. It's not sufficient. Yeah, and most states that have adopted some sort of fifteen dollars minimum wage have phased it in, where it's not even going into full effect for a couple of years. Like no, it's not. we're still behind by the time that happens. Like Florida, because <laughs> if you make because if you make fifteen an hour. And you work and you work a forty hour week. Was that like six hundred bucks? So six hundred multiply that by four. That's twenty four hundred. And then you have a place where like you got a one bedroom, but the rent is sixteen hundred. <laughs> so now yeah, you have eight hundred dollars. Average rent here in Orlando is fifteen hundred. You see? Um. And so, and, and yeah, you're not even you talking with, about taxes getting taken out after that. Yo, that's exactly you got taxes. And being God taken forbid out. you have a kid or childcare. Utility, yeah, utilities right? not included. You can't do anything. You need to eat like crackers and bread, and water. Are you yeah. are you gonna have a car? Is that car yeah. gonna require insurance? If I mean, you better you got to have a jalopy. I haven't you know, said that word in a while. You're gonna have to be yeah, for real. You're gonna have to put gas in said car maintenance. You know, mm. you, you got you got those unexpected costs that come up every once in a little while. Yeah, and you're probably driving a used car, which requires more maintenance. Exactly. Out of the blue, right? Like 15 is not okay. It's yes. like that's the bare bare minimum. <laughs> I think a used car would fall under jalopy. 
<laughs> yeah, no, um, you're right. It's but it's like <laughs> I almost feel like we already need to move the uh the goalpost, right? Like I feel like we need to stop talking about how fifteen dollars is the goal. Like it's not. No, it's not. It's not even the basement, really. No. And keep in mind that, like, federal minimum wage is not raised all that often. So, like, if this is our one opportunity to really make it a living wage, let's fucking do it. Right? Because we might not have another opportunity for a while. Yeah. Like, an incremental dollar at you. Like, I'm not... I'm not saying that like it's nothing, <laughs> but it's just not it's not at all where we should be as a developed country. Sure. That was deep. As a developed country, you are correct. Let's talk about it more next week. All right. Let's go we'll <laughs> get let's get some good numbers. Let's let's get some good stats and, and facts to really uh make these idiots uh kind of pay attention like uh hey listen if you can't afford to pay your workers a living wage then close up shop and, yeah we uh, don't really need your business at that point yeah. they're probably running it through their personal tax returns they're probably getting crazy tax uh uh write-offs for yep. it right like that's the only reason they're doing it yeah so i don't we don't need what? another brewery here in, in my neighborhood trust me I don't need the any more. The barbecue place also yeah. wasn't that great. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Yeah, it really wasn't. And we don't need another like, uh, you know, like burger joint or whatever. We, we look, look, we, we we got enough of that. We don't need another pizza shop, unless you're unless you're like fucking amazing. But trust me, there's just pack it up, pal, or go open up shop somewhere else. Go to Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, spread it out. Spread out the wealth, right? You got to go ahead. Maybe some kid in Oklahoma could work for 15 an hour, which you still don't want to pay. Yeah. All right. Shout outs. Who's first? You are. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's always you. You know, we, we want to hear about Miss Connie first and foremost. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. Also, my sister this week was like, oh, I hear you're like, doing a podcast with Saul. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if she actually listens or if it was like a test. So kind of like how you tested your daughter, Ross. Yeah. yeah. We'll test her. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to all of Emily's clan. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody um, have the same last name? Is everybody a Cundiff or no? Is that, is that no? Different? And I'm not a Cundiff. There's no D. So I don't know. It's a, it's a D to me. <laughs> you get the D later. Holla. No, I'm, I'm at. Wow. Wow. Just kidding. Don't that start. That was um, no, yeah, we all have different last names because we're a blended family. Beautiful. Blended is beautiful. And I normally don't correct people on my last name because I'm not that fond of it, but there is no D. (laughs) We know. You're going to get it later. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, 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 Oh, ah. Jesus. Ross, shout outs. Hit me. (laughs) Um, I'm going to do something a little different. 
I'm going to give a shout out to Ron DeSantis. Why don't you give a shout out to Ron DeSantis, Ross? That's a good question. He almost made me spit up this ginger ale. I'm giving, I'm giving a shout out to he Ron DeSantis. He just giggled like a little girl. <laughs> I had to hold it in. Because he's, oh, yo, that was you? <laughs> yeah, that was him. That was not me. Because, because Ron DeSantis said, and that was like maybe two days ago, that 90,000 monoclonal treatments have been administered at 25 different state sites in Florida. <laughs> Shout out to him for being willing to do that instead of just A, being like, hey man, how about you wear a mask? And B, being like, hey man, you should really give some thought to being vaccinated. You know, I did. <laughs> That's all. So good job, Mr. Governor. Um, there's definitely blood on your hands, sir. Yeah, like 50, 50 60,000 lives. Easy. Uh, well, he's the one, he's the one who gets the, uh, the shout out this week. <laughs> Facts. Um, shout outs to LA insurance as usual and, uh, LA, uh, realty, I guess. I, I got to figure out what the official thing is. I saw it the other day, but I know Charles is doing this thing. I know Ray's doing this thing and, and I know Alan's doing this thing. So shout out to those guys and LA insurance. Um, Shout out to Be Nice, the bar I'm at on Monday nights. Come check me out, Monday Night Football. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a movie. Is that what the kids say? It's a movie, son. You know what I'm saying? It's a good time, bro. It's the vibes or whatever people say. Oh, Damn, I'm old. Yeah. You were, you were on a good path. Ugh. Anyways, shout out to Tori holding it down. I think she's on Saggies right now, but uh, having a good time. Uh, Kenya Robinson, the Blitzel Restock Image Project. Um, if you don't know what that is, go look it up. Uh, shout out to Long Shots Bar and Billiards. Uh, Mo, my boys Harold, and my boy Alex over there. Shout out to those guys. And, um, yeah, I guess that's about it. I don't know. Man, you shouting out the Santas is like me shouting out, uh, Arguello. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to that. Gentlemen, there you go. Shout out to that child of God. Good job. Uh -huh. Hopefully, here's to him coming on the show and getting lambasted when he does because it's gonna be great. <laughs> Anyways, I think that that uh that, that brings us to an end. Everybody, stay. So, thanks for uh, tuning in this week. Thanks for listening. Follow us on uh, Get It How You Live on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, Solly D's. Uh, Instagram, Sol underscore wall underscore. Solly D's swollen nuts. Solly D's swollen <laughs> balls. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait. Swollen balls. Woo. That's, uh, that, that was an interesting uh, episode, guys. <laughs> the end Don't there. forget to check your balls for gross. Like, yeah. check, check, check your balls, everybody. Check your balls for swelling of the testicles area after you yeah. get vaccinated. According to Nicki Minaj. Yeah. And Tom Green. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Tom Green, my Canadian brother. Why? Tom Green said something? Yeah, well, he was, you know, he had testicular cancer, so... He has a oh. Yeah, word. All right, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he wants you to touch your balls. Yeah, never mind. That's different. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, your man was <laughs> ready. You you were ready to come for Tom Green. What You're about Adam Sandler with your cocking balls? Go ahead and play with your cocking balls, honey. Yeah. I'll never forget that. <laughs>
All right. Peace, everybody. Peace. <laughs>